Hello there, and uh, as today was originally meant to be the original release date of Christopher Nolan's new film Tenet, I decided just to go ahead and start my uh, Christopher Nolan review series here. So um, uh, I'll just be, Tenet's meant to come out on August the 12th, but um, we'll see, we'll see, especially apparently LA went back into lockdown, so one of the biggest markets in the US going into lockdown and shutting the cinemas. It looks doubtful, it looks doubtful, but I'm going to press ahead with this anyway, so let's go, and I'm going to start off with uh, Memento. Now, um, Christopher Nolan is now known for his massive blockbusters, but this is kind of where he started out. He, he originally he made, a, he made a film before this called Following, which I've never seen, to be honest, and I don't know how to see it, so I don't really know what this is about, but this is the film that really put him on the map. It's uh, about uh, an ex-insurance investigator whose wife is murdered, but he's got a short-term memory problem. That's the last thing he can remember, and he can't form new memories. And the storyline sort of plays out two different ways, going forward and also going back, as he tries to piece together who actually did the murder. So it's a very original film, and there's nothing much out like that, especially at the time. It came out in 2000, so there isn't really anything that's came been like this before or since then in many ways so it's definitely original and sometimes it's a hard film to get your head around but it's a very absorbent film very interesting uh, Guy Pierce is the lead in this and he, he's excellent a very underrated actor you don't really see an awful lot of him which is kind of a shame because he is very good let's be real and he's the lead character and you, you kind of he's leaving himself notes and things like that to try and help with his memory, it makes for some interesting interactions between the characters when he's having conversations which he's basically had before a lot of the time, which he doesn't even realise, and they're reminding him, yep, we've had this conversation before. So it makes for some interesting observations and uh, interactions. I've got um, There's a mini Matrix reunion here, because this came out, I think it was the year after the Matrix came out originally, you've got Carrie Ann Moss. And uh, Joe Pantolino, I think his name's pronounced, uh, they're both excellent as well in this film. And um, Gary Moss is somebody who, to be fair, I, I can only think of this in the Matrix trilogy that I've ever seen her in. I haven't seen her in anything else, but uh, she, she's very good in this. And uh, Joe Pantolino, great little underrated support actor, very, very good. He's I've never not seen him be good in anything he's been in from this to obviously The Matrix and The Fugitive and Bad Boys and things so yeah overall uh, I like this film I really do yeah, this, when you watch it it doesn't exactly scream this is going to be the guy directing it that's going to revolutionise Batman but in many ways he was perfect because he came off of Batman and Robin a few years earlier which had just went full camp again and essentially brought the franchise down or at least halted it you needed to go in a different direction a more grown-up adult direction and this and, and batman in many ways is one of the perfect comic book characters to do that who's much darker and so and then plus they were getting different filmmakers at the time to make comic book films such as you had brian singer doing the x-men uh, Sam, coming off of your usual suspect Sam Raimi doing Spider-Man when he was more known for the low budget horror so they were taking more interesting risks with these filmmakers and that's definitely a risk that absolutely paid off in many ways while this film is does, is not anything like the blockbuster films he's made the massive scale films he's made 
can sort of see him bringing this more grown-up sensibility and tying in with the huge budgets has definitely worked wonders in many ways. It's made the more grown-up blockbusters, not just the, oh, let's keep the kids happy type thing or anything. It's, so it's definitely, definitely worked. I, I like this film. I don't absolutely love it. I think it's got moments where my mind does wander during it, to be fair. But I do like it. And the performances are good, or great, I would say. The characters are all very interesting in that. It's not a film, I don't think it's got great rewatchability value, but it's definitely worth seeing, especially if you've only really seen like the big Christopher Nolan films, like the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception and such like. If you've not seen this, definitely give it a try. Even if you're not really one, it's definitely worth a look for that there. It's a very interesting film, and in many ways, it helped pave the way. This really helped pave the way before us to get the Dark Knight trilogy, so always thankful that this film exists. So there you go. Just a quick review of Memento. If you've never seen it, give it a try. See what you think. So um, thanks very much for listening, and coming up shortly, there will be the Batman Begins review. Speaking of that, that'll be probably the next one in this series. So thanks for listening. Goodbye.